step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Showtime. Love Talk Radio. <laughs> Turn the ball game on Make bloody marriage 
Family's Christmas. They, <laughs> yeah, same, same here. <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. I, I love that song. I think that song is hilarious. I, I love the shopping list. It, it, it's a great song. That that is, of course, by Robert Earl Key, which I've been trying to get him on the show like every Christmas. Like, come on! But I lost contact with them once. I found him on MySpace. And I messaged him. I was like, why is it Merry Christmas uh, from the family playing on your MySpace page in December? And he goes, you know, everybody's asking me that question. I need to get it up there. So, yeah, Robert Earl Keen, he, 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 I love that song. Okay, um, a couple of show announcements. Uh, tonight, tonight is very important because Corey, Corey Rock Bottom David is with us, Davis is with us. I got to tell you, I have been trying to get Corey on the show for a long time. <laughs> Corey, right? <coughs> How many times? <laughs> How many times? And you finally said yes, and I'm like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> well, I have, to say, I have to say in my own defense, back then, before the dark COVID times, I was – on the road a lot. So I was hardly ever, you know, stationary long enough to do stuff unless, you know, I was like actually physically there to do like the, you know, someone's podcast or something when I happened to be like in their city or whatever. And, you know, since we are living in the age of zoom and, and, and video conferencing now, I've been a lot more easier to access and my apologies for being away for so long because I nope. missed you so much. Man, you, me and Corey, we we got a lot to talk about tonight. I'm telling you, you guys are gonna love this guy. I, I've been bragging about you. And Corey, I am. I already see that uh, somebody's on hold waiting to talk to you. Eight four five. I believe that's gonna be Jason. We are gonna pick up on you because he wants to talk to you. Because I talked about you when Jason was on the show, and he's like. I need to meet this guy. <laughs> so, so we're we're gonna get with that. Okay. Um let's see here. On Wednesday the eighth, uh we have got Joey Ruiz. Did I pronounce the last name right? Yeah. Wait. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm getting better at this. So we're gonna talk about him. In fact, Corey, he loves comics, so you know, this might be a good opportunity if you wanted to call in and people pop in and say hi. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. He owns a comic book store. Is that correct, uh, William? He sells comics. It was. He sells comics, collectibles, um, even random antiques. 
Yeah. Oh, so this man. Is, so that's that's this cool. everything that I need on a, a drunken shopping spree. Like, I, I do. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> dear, dear. So, you know, just be sure to stop by the bar that's next to his shop before coming in, and what well, we could probably kill two birds with one stone. Oh, oh that my. sounds like a oh, that sounds like a oh, win. Yeah. That sounds like a night out right there. Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah. It sure is. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then on December the twelfth, we're going to have author Terry Horns on, which. Oh. Uh, Everybody knows Terry Horns. And then on the 19th, we're going to have a uh, big WW, a big wrestler, a sports announcer, Paul Eubanks. He's now an actor. In fact, he just did a movie with Jamie Foxx, and he's going to talk all about that. All right. Quick uh, announcements. Nicholas Grabowski, the floor is yours. Hey. It is. It's the floor. The floor is mine. The floor oh, okay. Is- <laughs> I'd like the ceiling too, please. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, uh, actually, right now as we speak, I'm working on uh, putting out the uh, the first official hardcover from Black Bedsheet Books, which is going to be Fred Weehy's, um Holiday Madness, the original, Woo-hoo! not the special edition. All right. Um, it should come out tomorrow if I can just get finished with it tonight it's just the source material that i have i don't have a word document i have a pdf because back um uh before we moved in here uh in 2014 in our second apartment i had like a ransomware thing on my computer and uh they're saying uh, you got to pay us like fifteen hundred dollars and then we'll set your computer free a- anyway they, and it was a while ago but i still have to deal with it i didn't pay took over my computer so all the original pre-2014 word doc files um from um black bedsheet books they're all encrypted so i have to go to the pdfs um convert them into word and then the translation between from PDF to Word is kind of funky, so I have to kind of put it back together like a puzzle. So it's taking a lot longer, but we've got that hardcover that's coming out. If I have anything to do with it, which I do, by tomorrow. And also we're coming out with uh, um, uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, the second in line with our Horror Classics collection, that I just initiated last week with Carmela, which is uh, the original English vampire novel that predates Bram Stoker's Dracula. And that is out. And um, also I'm working on Chuck Chapman's new novel. Also coming this week is Fred Weehy's Fright House. Also, speaking of hardcovers, uh, and uh, again, if I have anything to do with it, which I do, um, this week, I'm going to come out with Vincent Price's The Price of Fear in hardcover for the first time. Also, my Halloween 4 Ultimate Edition is going to come out in hardcover. And uh, also, we're going to have Raina Young's um, adult novel Slasher Girl. So we published about like 13 of her uh, uh, young adult slash uh, preteen tween um, monster series books. Um, and uh, recently was uh, The Werewolf of Wolf Lake. Well, now we're taking a little break from the uh, pre-tween, tween 
um, books, and we're coming out with our first official uh, Raina Young adult novel. Woo! So that uh, Slasher Girl is coming out. And we've got a bunch of other things. Plus, I'm dying to make some announcements, but I'm not going to until I get past these 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 titles. Uh, brand new signed Black Bedsheet Books authors for 2022. Plus, we have a lot of other um, things going on for n- next year. And I'm getting back with Joe Moe get, about getting more Days of the Dead convention Joe official Mo. anthologies. So uh, we're going to uh, – I'm projecting for a great near – great year next year and uh i'm sliding into home with all this other stuff for the christmas season so be sure to watch out for anything black bedsheet books blackbedsheetbooks.com downwarden.com for my stuff which leads to that stuff and also on facebook where we have a group page just look up black bedsheet books and there you have it there you go there you go Plus graphic novels and all kinds of things, too, that we're going to be, like, pumping out and stuff for the first time. All kinds of things. And we are still working on audiobooks. So there you have it. There there you have it. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Okay. Knicker Claws, everybody. <laughs> I'm telling you, the guy the guy stays up till five in the morning working on that 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 little tinker box of his. Uh, Tom William, any announcements from you before we bring Corey on? Oh, no, nothing I'll, from me per I'll, se. I'll, I mean, just working on more uh, in Rodney Trust and wait until I think my first convention next year is March. So oh, I'm kind of wow. off for the winter. Oh, you're you're hibernating like a bear. Yep. <laughs> All right. You know, so without staying in the writing, that's yeah, the way to do it. It's snowing. It's snowing where you are. Of course, you stay in and write. You can't well, go out. Actually, it's raining here. It's cold, wet rain. But further north, it's ah, snowing. That's even worse. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I hate the snow. I was the only person I think in South Carolina. We'll ask Corey because that's where Corey's at. He's in South Carolina right now. Here we go. Uh, Without cool. further ado, artist, comic book artist. Uh, he's gonna get his own animated show coming up soon, Mister Corey Davis. Hey, Corey. Yay! Yay! Yay. There he is. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Yes, in all of my glory, I am here. How are you guys doing? We're doing pretty good. How you doing? We're doing good. I'm I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I got my whiskey and I'm I'm ready to roll. (laughs) That's that's the glory. Perfect. (laughs) Yep. Nothing has changed in the 25 years that we've known. Man, it's it's been that long. In fact, I was looking at your Facebook, you know, because I I, I stalked you, you know, always stalking you. But uh, I I looked at your Facebook, and it said Grandpa Day. I'm like, what the hell, dude? Oh, yeah. I am a gilf. And my my gilf status is, is, is on display. And I have two grandchildren, 
And wow. it is, I'm still trying to wrap my brain around that. Like, wow. Because yeah. the age that my, my grandkids are is the age that, the ages that you remember my son as when I would bring him up to the theater from time to time. Oh, that's he right. You did him. have a, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was, uh, he like when I started working <clears throat> there, barely six months old. Wow. That is so now little creatures that he created is still, you know, surreal to me. And he's doing well himself. He's, He's a married businessman who owns his own business. He just finished school uh, getting his real estate license. Oh, nice. And, oh, good. Yeah. So he's, he's doing fantastic. I couldn't be more proud of that young man. And that lets you know how old I am by using the term young man. So... <laughs> well, the thing is, is this, this is making me feel really old, too, because... I, I think I'm a couple of years older than you. Oh, man, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for acknowledging that. <laughs> and it was funny the way you said, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah I, legit, I legit forgot. Full <laughs> <laughs> confirmation now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, 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 Corey, I did say that I was going to play something for you. Yes. Yes, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay, you're you're gonna love it. Let me I got it I've got all this crap on my switch for Hold on, I'm gonna play it for you. I'm gonna play it for you. Okay. Okay. Alright, here it is, here it is. Alright. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Brown. This is uh this first of all, this is uh this is Spanky Brown. And uh Spanky Brown. There he is. Spanky Brown. <laughs> yeah, let me tell y'all, this is some bullshit right here. I want y'all to know. I went out I went out I went out to Marshall today and bought a kill. I bought a damn kill. Are you wearing it? And please, if you are wearing it, please tell us you're going commando, too. I am. I know. If you're black, but we don't do the commando <laughs> thing too often. But listen, <laughs> they don't make kids strong enough for that, Ron. That's right. That's right. Black you tell man does not go commando. Let alone oh, wear a fucking... Let alone wear a freaking kilt. But look, able six black folk in the world's got a kilt on. I'm one of them right now, so I'm sitting with my kilt on. I got a I got a kilt with spinners on it right now, and I thought that you guys through and have freaking rowdy rowdy piper on. But I'm ready for some rowdy rowdiness, and I get, I stay up late. I'm skipping the Matlock Marathon on IG television right now to be here with y'all ass. And I can't believe this shit. I got my, I got my copy of They Live on my lap. That's a great movie. 
And I cannot believe that you guys have not come through with the interview. I, you know, I really am disappointed because <laughs> I was all set Fancy. and ready. Yeah, there, there it was. Yeah, he, he, oh he pulled us God. through that, man. Don't you love it? Get, that bring back memories, just that voice. Like, you could see him, oh like, the way he moves. I miss him That's so great. much. Huh? Oh. That's, no, I, I said I miss him so much. Like, that was I, it's so good to hear his voice. It, it was. He he was a great guy. And um, I, I was telling, I think I did tell William and Tom, I said, you know, he knew, him and I, we knew Spanky Brown at the same time. And Akatunde, I remember uh, Akatunde did that skit for my toilet paper. And he, yes. as he was doing his stand-up, Corey, his mind was working. And Corey was mm-hmm. drawing him. Why he was on stage, and he drew it where Opportunity was getting toilet paper thrown at his head. And <laughs> nice. I thought that was, and you gave it, you gave that to Opportunity, and you signed it, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, this is like the I want to make T-shirts out of this." Opportunity was just blown away by your artwork. Yeah, and I mean that was. I think yeah, that was the. I think that was that wasn't the first time I met Ock though. I, I think that was the first time I met Ock. I think was when you finally dragged me out to um, the comedy house. house. Yeah, yeah, because Spanky, Spanky and Tunde always performed together. Yep, they they were always a, a, a package deal, and I rem- and that's how we met and. Man, and I, I just <clears throat> wrap my brain around the idea that Spanky is no longer with us. So I'm, I'm yeah. having a drink with honor now. So, but yeah, Spanky was always great. But those days were 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 fucking golden with with the comedy stuff that you know was going on at the time. Like there was uh, Spanky, and we were, talking, we were going down the list of people: Spanky and Ock and and Smokey D. And oh, everybody. Smokey D, man. <laughs> I remember he told us one night, he's like, yeah, I just got engaged to Drew. She's like, you are so going to cheat on her. You're a player. <laughs> <laughs> Smokey was like, what? And we went back to Smokey's room, and I'm not going to say, uh, I better not say that part. But let's nope. just say uh, Jerusha <laughs> proved her point. Yep. <laughs> I think that was for every word. No, she came out. She's like, "Told you." <laughs> it's like, what did you do? Well, I can tell you what the size is. I can tell you that. I'm like, what did you do? <laughs> you disappeared, <laughs> man. I don't know if you've met him. Remember Wynn Reichert and Steve Mingola? They were always always at the Comedy House also. Yeah, yeah. I remember both of them. I remember both of them. Yeah. I, yeah remember when Gladiator, he watched the midnight show of Gladiator, and you guys pulled me away to go to the owner's box. And I was like, no. He, 
That was Steve Mingola at the beginning that said, nah, 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 nah. it's all right. Yeah. That was Steve Mingola. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I remember that night. I remember that night. We were all there that night watching uh, Gladiators. Yeah, and you guys pulled me away, and, and you guys pulled me away. And you're like, let's go to the owner's. You and Boone were like banging on the door. The owner's box. Like Steve, the yes. owner's box. And we all ended up at the owner's box, and I'm like, you guys know what you just did to me? We knew that we were going to drink for free. Because <laughs> that's, that's what true. we were doing. <laughs> owner's box, Blair, don't sugarcoat it, baby. Tell me how you really feel. Blair, man, that's like the best bartender ever. <laughs> oh, he was the guy literally had a huge bong that he sat between his legs, and he would hit the bong while driving, and he flattened his tire. <laughs> he had to go back, and they were like, what did you do? He's like, man, I was hitting my bong, and he got caught on my steering wheel. He's like, what the hell, dude? He was like the perfect bartender right there, man. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah we, we, never, we had some good times, man. Like we, we had some fantastic time. Hey, come we all. We, all... we, we worked yeah, at the well, best movie theater in town. We were passing out movie passes. If we weren't passing them out, we're like, yeah, come in for, for free uh, free movies. Okay, have some free beer. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, those, movie, those movie passes were like our own, like, it was, it was our debit card. It was our debit card. It was literally yeah, our debit card. It, 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 it was like came, those Disney dollars. Those Disney dollars at Disney World. <laughs> That's what those movie passes were like. Like, I got everything from porn to free pizza delivered to my house for yeah. years. <laughs> Me too. The fact they didn't know what I ordered from my house, and they were like, uh, I guess a new guy was working there, and uh, he's like, no, we, I, no, we don't do this. The guy called me back five minutes later. It was a Halloween night. The guy called me back five minutes later. He's like, um, yes, yeah, so uh, your name is Francie, and you wanted how many pizzas? I'm really sorry about that. I did not realize who you were. And I'm like, well, I'm nobody special. I just give you a movie passes for pizza. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> working in a movie theater it is a subway. Free subs, free Panera oh, Bread. Man, we had it all. <laughs> we had free Bojangles. Like, I had free Bojangles breakfast every morning almost before uh, I came to work. And Bojangles was, like, right there in front of the theater. Pretty much any restaurant of- within – oh, yeah. Oh, man. Like, man, we, we, like we, every- we ate good. They, they – I remember uh, – so uh, we're going to get some lunch. What do you want? <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, it's like uh, movie theater paying for it. I'm telling you guys, if there's any teenagers out there that's listening to this show right now, I'm telling you the best advice that you can ever have in your life is get a job at a freaking movie theater. You there ain't you gonna go. Pay. <laughs> you are not gonna make. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> I was gonna say, don't grow up. You'll get old that way. Right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah, stay young so you can enjoy all that free yeah. fried chicken and, and pornography that you can yeah. get. Growing up with crap. Yeah. <laughs> Take advantage while you can. <laughs> and and whatever you do, don't ever tell a comedian that you'll never cheat on your fiance, because he will prove that he's going to cheat. <laughs> oh yeah. She was like the straightest arrow girl, but man, you let her loose once in a while, it was a completely different story. That was a. In fact, I remember before we got a hold of Jerusha, she would not even say a cuss word. Yes, we I got remember that. He <laughs> wouldn't even say. We got a hold of Jerusha. She's yeah. like, <laughs> she's like sparkables and <laughs> white Zinfandel, and she got her mom hooked on white Zinfandel too. <laughs> and her mom was Jerry. Oh my gosh. We, oh, man, we remember made. that night. Remember that night we left the bar and we were all shit faced, and then. You walked up to me. Hold on, or, or were we still at? No, we were still at work. And you and, and 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 like the two of you were off doing whatever, and we're closing down. And I'm standing there at the podium getting shit together. And you come up and you just like, how spontaneous are you? And I was like, I saw the car parked out front. I already knew something was going down. So you were just like, we're going to Augusta. It was like, yeah, we're going to Six Flags. We went to Six Flags. You went right to, huh? Yeah, we went to Six Flags. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, me and Jerusha, we were like talking, and John was in the office too, and we were talking, we were like, man, we need to do something. We got two days off. Let's go do something. And uh, Drew's like, let's go to Six Flags. And it's like, <laughs> dude, let's go to Six Flags. And then we seen you in the camera, and we were like, we're grabbing Corey. <laughs> and, yeah, we, we loaded up in the car, and we got a hotel room, and we went to Six Flags. We were like, okay, and. John was sitting there. I, I think I got some coupons. <laughs> oh, oh <yeah>. God. <laughs> that part I didn't know. So he contributed to this whole trip. I didn't yeah, know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you guys, man, I'm know. telling you, we, we had, without a doubt, some of the best times. And I'm going to tell you right now, Corey, out of us, uh, 276 pages on Block Talk Radio of live shows going on right now, 12 shows on every single page. You are sitting in the top five of number five popularity. Holy shit, really? Oh, yep. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, shows, man. You're right there. You're right there, front page. Let me see here. I think you might be more than higher. Oh, crap. <laughs> You're number three. Oh, so, holy shit. All right. I'll drink to that. Well, at least we ain't number two. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean the number. <laughs> All right. So we we got the fun time over. Now we gotta get serious because everybody's gonna say what a friend from twenty years ago is calling in. Corey <laughs> Yes. We were talking about your art and how you love to draw and uh 
tell us tell us a little bit about your career path right now, which is doing extremely well. Yeah, I mean, I I can't complain. I mean, it it's coming along pretty good. We um we got a a, a ton of of projects coming along. Uh, the main one, my baby, is uh, Jet Boy. And it's uh, about a 10-year-old uh, African-American male who works for a top-secret government agency that polices alien technology. And um, pretty much we've been working on this guy for a very long time. Uh, my buddy Mike uh, Sofo, shout out to Mike, uh, over in London. Um, he knows that every time I do any interview, I got to name drop him and mention that he did like the animation on the Gorillaz music videos and all that stuff. So shout out to Mike. He's my co-director on the project, by the way. He's my co-director and, on Jet Boy. He's been and he, he also did Gorilla Boy, the Gorilla, the Gorilla, um, Gorilla Boy, the Gorilla uh, <laughs> animation part uh, videos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was one of the, I think, the lead animators on it. I don't think he was, like, the head director or anything like that, but he's my co-director on the project. But he's worked on, like, every Gorillaz video from the very beginning, from, I think, Clint Eastwood to uh, all the way up until the Plastic Beach album. Um, Wow. He he had his fingerprints on every music video they did. And it's funny, that's how we met. Like, we, we met on MySpace years ago and I was going there promoting my artwork and everything and I would meet like other artists and everything because that was my only reason for even having it when it came out and um, I met a whole slew of of, of different artists and at this time he was one of the the first artists that I met and and I knew he was an animator and he lived over in London and everything and uh, saw a show reel and, and with him and uh, his buddy Marvin, they had their own company and everything. So um, that's around the time, I think it was about 2005, um, when I put uh, the Jet Boy character on MySpace because I created him the summer before and you know, I did like a short run of comics with him. And uh, Mike sees this and he goes, wow. And this is about six months into being friends with him. He's like, this looks like the type of stuff that we do. And I was like, oh, yeah? What, 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 what do you mean? And so he goes, um, do they have the gorillas over there in the States? Do you know the gorillas? I was like, what? <laughs> and he was wow. like, yeah, that, we, we animate the gorillas music videos. I was like, for six months you animated, you, you know me, and you animated the gorillas music videos, and you didn't fucking tell me <laughs> I, I remember I remember Surprise. when that video came yeah. I remember when that video came out, MTV was saying this is such a groundbreaking video. Like yes. MTV loved the video and they're like, It's so groundbreaking. Nobody's ever done this. The animation is amazing and you know they thought oh, man, that the was like, the best video of pretty much of all time. I mean, it took a lot of balls to gamble on on a project like that, but there was a lot of big names backing it, too. So, you know, there was no way that something like that could fail unless you fucking tried to. 
So yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. that was it was just amazing artistry at the time from the music to the visuals and just to have like be, you know, blindsided by my friend who says, Yeah, I do this and I was like, What? So <laughs> yeah, we've been we've been working on Jet Boy ever since then making it into a cartoon and, and we've like pitched it to uh, different places and had a slew of different people come on board and, you know, try to get us to where we needed to be like over the years. And, and now it's, um, we're, we're pretty much in the saddle. It's already been on Netflix, um, on Outer Banks season two, the entire catalog showed up wow. on there and, and we're getting the animated version of it geared up. And, um, yeah, we've got stuff across different, you know, multiple platforms that we're, we're working on right now. So not just Netflix, but other stuff too. So I can't. Awesome. That is, that is, some, that, some is that. that is really extremely awesome. I'm so proud of you when, cause I've been watching you throughout the years, developing everything that yeah, you've been doing go, on man. Facebook. Thank you. And that's, and that's why I keep saying, Corey, come on, man. Be on the show, dude. Come on. No. Come on, Corey. Come on. Yeah, I know, I know. And then also I had to, like, build my my whole catalog so I have something to talk about when I came on. So. That's true. I, I, I guess I guess it, it is better to talk about stuff like this now instead yeah, of saying, remember that, that time 20 years ago? Yeah, so... And so genius. 
Man, I almost forgot about that, man. That that was that was pretty awesome. That was fun. That was a, a fun period too because we were able to like a lot of um, a lot of uh, the sketch comedy stuff like on the fly. Like a lot of it was written, but then there was some that was just you know us getting like trashed and saying, you know what, this would be funny if we did this. Well, we got a camera. <laughs> do it. <laughs> so, Just do that's, it. That's the best way to do it. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So that's where a lot of that stuff came from. Just alcohol. And <laughs> <laughs> alcohol, <laughs> friends, and a whole bunch of minds in a camera. There you go. You can't beat it. What could go wrong? Mm-hmm. Everything. <laughs> it depends on your point of view on that one. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> that's very true. All right, uh, Corey, I, this guy's been waiting to talk to you for a while because when he was on the show, I, I, I bragged about you. And he's like, hello, <laughs> McFly, <laughs> McFrancy, can I meet this guy? <laughs> so here he is. He's here. He's actually a great author also. He's with Black Betsy Books, and I did tell you, and we do have a couple of more authors uh, who's already on the show. Hello. They would like to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, I know. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, hey, Jason. Yes. Hey, uh, meet Corey Davis. Hi, Corey Davis. Hello, Jason. How are you? <laughs> How are you? I am fine. I am fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. I actually okay. was working on my beard while I was on hold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, close enough. I was working on my beer while you were on hold. Well, I'm working on a I'm working on a whiskey, so you know. Oh man, hey, me too. I'm double fisting. Yeah. That's <laughs> 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 Yeah, uh, uh, Jason, you 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 kind of wanted to uh, talk to Corey a little bit about you know you guys need to maybe get together, and uh, you know I I already warned Corey that you were going to ask him, and I'll, I'll let you two talk. I'm, I'm I feel like well, I'm playing stupid. Well, we are on the same keyboard, uh, <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yes. so I'm all the way up in New York, and you're all the way down. And where is it, South Carolina? Yeah, South yeah. Carolina. I, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, we're still yeah, on the cool. East Coast. So I know Nick, 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 in his in his opening monologue, forgot to mention that I'm one of his authors, and um, but that's mm-hmm. okay. I forgive him. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So my, I, I my primarily that's all. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Nick. Um, <laughs> I hear every word. I know you hear every word. Jason, everybody. I know you do. How are you? Hey. It's easy so, when you're yeah, sleeping. Write... <laughs> yeah, so, so you um you, you have a lot of stuff going on, Corey, which is which is awesome, and and I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited and happy for you because I can't even draw a circle, let alone a stick figure, so. Um, you know, I appreciate all those that uh, have that talent. So, um, well, congrats you. on your success. Thank um, you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. 
And uh, I write horror, so my my um, my work is very visual. So that's why I think you know some of the work would pair well with that a graphic novel of of, oh, of some nice. sorts. Because um, yes, yes. all my stuff is very action driven, and mm-hmm. um, my books read like a movie. I'm sure Nick can you know um, vouch for that. Um, yeah, so, uh, I can too. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, so, so when yeah. when France, Francie said that you were top notch, I figured it was only a matter of time until we, you know, shared the same airwaves together. So um Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's great that um because uh, I I'm a big horror fan. Like I'm a I'm a horror nut. Like one of the projects that I'm working on now is a horror project. Um I do a comic called uh, Shadow Club Karma. And okay. it's about Dracula, Frankenstein, the Wolfman, the Mummy, and all those guys building an army to save the world. And oh wow! They all they all band yeah, together and, to save the world. Oh yeah, with the Van Helsings, which is a, nice. a very interesting twist. And we are in the process now of doing the animated uh, series based on it. Um and. There's a bunch of different spinoffs from it, too, that, that we've been working on over the years in comic form that now we're turning into um, animated and everything. So it's something that I'm, like, it, it's always been something that I've wanted to venture into. So when I had the opportunity to do that, like, I just, like, you know, just kind of took it and ran with it. But yeah, I, I'm like the fact that you're doing horror stuff. I mean, you 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 know, you got my attention, sir. So okay, well, you are my attention because I have you know I have a bunch of projects that I I, I like to I want to work on. I don't I haven't put them all together. I know I have a I have um I have other projects in the works, but they come to fruition and. I could probably use a graphic novel based on um, that piece of work because hopefully it'll be a, a film project at some point. So yeah, yeah, um, that story is very visual, and um, I'm thinking of doing a demented Christmas horror piece as well. So that that could always do be it. a visual piece. Do it, do it, hey, and yes. and Jason. Uh, yes, uh, Nick. Don't forget to mention that you have been in uh, comic panel form uh in yeah. in your novel filter uh yeah. you you were actually character in that story and they drew you into that yeah. there's a good handful of pages that was a great story so you yeah you, my scott well did it yeah i am definitely all for that man like i want to i yeah like if anything horror related that you have that you've done, please shoot it my way. I want to check it out. Uh, well, we'll do. Um, yeah, you can actually. Everything is on my um, website, which is my name, Jason, and then Gaylert G E H L E R T dot com, and you just mm-hmm. bring that up, and all my stuff's on there. The latest release from Nick is on there. Uh, a bunch of flash fiction stuff, and uh, all the rest of the books. So uh, we can we can connect after the show as well, and um, you know, because okay. I like to broaden the scope of all my work as well. So because um, it is very visual, 
know, it'd be nice to actually see it unfold with, you know, a visual, you know, mm-hmm. template of, or a visual, you know, story. And that's how I mm-hmm. see it in my head. I just can't draw it. Right. Well, you come Trust to the right. Me, uh, <laughs> we, you, you, you and I are in the same boat on that one, Jay. <laughs> oh, who's this? Is this Tom? This, no. no, no, this is They Roy. sound the same. They sound exactly yeah. the yeah. same. Now, you know what? I, they do, they, they, they confronted me on this like a, a, at a bunch of Francie and Friends shows ago. I, I learned how to tell the difference. William has a slight lisp, and Tom yeah. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I never really know. Oh, well, you have to really that pay one. attention to that then. <laughs> yeah. We sound a bit much alike. Wait, William was on my show, right? William and Tom? Yes. 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 Okay. Well, welcome to the show, William. Yeah. Well, thank you. I guess we're, <laughs> William, I guess we're podcast brothers from other mothers because we sound so much alike. We have a great <laughs> artist on tonight. Well, yeah. I, I, I guess I guess so, Tom. Um, wait, hold on a minute. Let me let the dog out. Okay, go on. Go, go fiddle. Okay, I'm back. Tom, Tom was in the day. Corey, he had to lose. Tom was literally letting his dog out while we were doing a live show, and he's like, "Go outside, go outside." Yeah. 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 she starts barking. Yeah. Let the dog out. He did. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Who let the dog out? Yeah, Corey, I, I, I did tell you that you're you're going to be talking to some authors, and you know. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So you do you do, you do comics, graphic novels, everything type of deal. You said. Oh yeah, I, I do comics, uh, graphic novel stuff like like all of that, and the last. I'd say two, three, well, maybe even longer than that. Maybe about the last four years I've been venturing more into the animation side and okay. um, learning more of, you know, what makes animation what it is, you know. And, and like, before that, it would be like, you know, Mike is the guy that does the animation, and, and I go to him and just be like, you know, I drew this. Can you make it move? And he right. tell me. <laughs> so from that point, yeah. I've been trying to, you know, um, educate myself a little bit more on what he does and and everybody who contributes to the animation side as an artist. Um, just trying to get familiar with how that side of things works. Um. So, yeah, I, I mean, I still do the comics and, and write the comics and do all that stuff. But, um, yeah, it's just like the last uh, four years has been more getting into the animation side. And for like the past two years, it's been like more animation than anything because we have to oversee these projects that we're doing. We've got like seven projects in uh, development right now and three more that we just added. And wow. So, yeah, so oh, we're just like, yeah, so I'm just like, yeah, we've we, we got to stop after that three for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so we, we've got some, 
some stuff coming on the animation side, and I'm, I'm working with a fantastic team that can kind of oversee that while I go off and do the comic book stuff. And, you know, I can, you yeah. know, with, with those guys at work, and I trust them, and they're very talented and very capable, you know, like I'm, you know, while they're doing that, I can still make the make the funny books. And funny books. Do all this stuff. So, yeah, just... um. Have you done a horror comic before? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Several. Oh. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, horror it's, comic books. Only one was kind of like comedy driven. The rest of them were just like buckets of blood. Some of the most grotesque shit, the dark shit that you've ever seen. I, I remember I was working on a horror web comic called Order. Oh yeah, I and know that one. Yeah, and that one was done um, when I was still at Truthful Comics. Um, shout out to, you know, Alvaro and, and, and Manuel. And I was doing uh, that over there. Well, I, Originally, I was doing it for my own website, but around that time, I joined Truthful, and I just kind of took it to them. And... And, and it was about like a, a secret society, kind of like Illuminati type stuff. Like you know, the you, you hear the the um, you know, conspiracy theories about all that stuff. So I just kind of used that as the foundation for the story. And researching it was very interesting, very scary to the point where I was not sleeping for a while because oh, of some wow. of the information that I became wow, privy to. Yeah, yeah, that was some of that stuff gets you know goes way out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, like the research done on that and some of the contacts that I had and some of the stuff they shared with me and uh, some of the stuff I saw was just like, yeah, um, I'm not going to be doing horror stuff for a while. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That was like around 2010, 2011, somewhere around there. But yeah, yeah. so. Uh-huh. so so yeah, I I, no. I I got enough material to do like several different horror comics. So I just you know just kind of used the information that I obtained at that time, just kind of rolled with it and did like about six seven different horror comics. Now uh, now Corey, um, you know, can you do also a combination of horror and dark fantasy? Oh, of course. Oh oh. oh. Well, that 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 makes you my new best friend. I should give you a fair warning about this one. Um, this this started out as uh, as a comic series uh, thirty years ago uh, when I was in high school, and uh-huh. uh, then I just kind of upgraded it over the years to novels and. Uh, you know, even now I've actually adapted it, uh, for, you know, and have been circulating it, uh, you know, out for possible animation or uh, live action uh, TV series. So I've got four seasons of it uh, already Whoa. up and written and ready to go and stuff. But, okay. um, yeah, some, some of my biggest challenges over the years that I've had with it and I still laugh about is mm-hmm. uh, this was, like I said, when I was in high school, this was done between my friends and I where – you know, I was the writer and they were the artists. 
And mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, even though I had all the panels lit, laid out and everything else and had all the proper descriptions and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I'd come back and, uh, you know, they, they'd give me a, a little note taped to my locker that says, you expect us to draw this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay, let's compromise a little bit if that's asking too much of you guys. Um, you know, you're all very talented. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that is such a comic book artist thing to do. <laughs> yeah, duly learned. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So, so needless to say, for my uh, for my birthday of my senior year, um, they actually wrote me into one of their uh, indie ones, and so I'm the shady arms dealer. <laughs> and, oh, <God>. uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Wow, okay, I see how you, I see the sentiment there." <laughs> but, so Corey, uh, I just, yeah. um, I just uh, added you on um, whatever it's called now. Is it Facebook Meta? What, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> I added you. It's called, it's called um, Baby and I and I <laughs> checked out the Truthful <laughs> Comics site, and that's and that's balling as well. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I I was with Truthful from 2012 to 2019. All my more recent stuff is at RockBottomStudios.com. Okay, um, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, and it, without the K, but yeah, still right. check out uh, Truthful because like we're we're all independent and everything. So the the main focus that we all had was like focusing on independent comics and right. independent creators and everything. So the, yeah. like anytime we can support independent, um, you know, creators, it's like, yeah, that's the thing to do. So, you know, we, oh, oh yeah, absolutely. We, yeah. We started. Yeah, I, 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 what, what you, well. you have a question. Francie has a question. Oh. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, you're talking about, you know, independence and stuff. I remember, like, um, like we were talking about 20 years ago, Corey, like, getting mm-hmm. your stuff out there would be much harder than it is today. And, yeah, I, I think social media is actually a great thing because you are able to promote yourself and spread your word around and everybody's going to pay attention. And would you agree that social media has really helped out the independence? Well, social media, I mean, it's what you make of it, you know? I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that you can use social media for. I mean, if you, I would say, well, to answer your question more directly, I think it's, you know, created another lane for independent creators to get their stuff out there. Yes. Um, you know, it's, it's just that social media only takes your stuff so far. Yeah. You know, you have to deal with stuff like algorithms and, and you have to follow like the terms and conditions and all of this crap. And there's only so much you can do without, you know, you get to a point where they, you have to come out of pocket and, you know, you have to, you know, pay them for that. It's yeah. just like, okay, so if you're going to pay for this service, then 
there are a lot of other services that you can be investing into that'll get your reach a lot more, you know, further than just this platform. You know. So I say like to any of the independent creators out there that are using social media, use it to your advantage, take it as far as you can and then, you know, just don't rely on just that. You know, just there's there's a lot of other platforms out there that you could be using to get your product out there and get it in front of the right people. Um, it's just that, you know, with the way that society is structured now, that is the most convenient, you know, thing to use, you know, until you hit that brick wall of, okay, well, you can only promote your stuff to this extreme, and then now if you want to go any further than this, you got to jump through these hoops to do it. So, Please yeah, I think the platinum. I'm sorry? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you can, you know, just because a lot of independent creators don't have that kind of bank and don't have that kind of capital to invest into, you know, doing that type of stuff. So social media is the only thing that they got, you know, and now yeah. it's oh. just getting to the point where, you know, it's, it's, you know, everything's money driven and, you know, even the free stuff is now starting to evolve into a paid platform. So, you, you know, have to find some other way to promote your stuff without having the backing or, you know, the resources to invest into these things that, that cost money, you know. So well, I, I never really yeah. looked at it at, at that perspective. That's... Actually, hey, you know, Francie and everybody, yeah. I, I, I yeah. wanted to interject about the social media thing. Uh, but uh, growing up, when I, I was first published in the 1980s, um, all I had was a telephone and a typewriter. And, um, and you know, in order to spread the word, I, I like, used a print shop and, uh, like, put pamphlets around the neighborhood. Uh, compared mm-hmm. to that, yep. and, uh, oh, and mail, and mail, snail mail, yes. snail <laughs> they mail. call it. But, you know, uh, whenever you wanted to get your creative work out, submit it to people, you'd have to, like, put it in an envelope and send it. Nowadays, no matter what else they say about social media, it's still um, eons better than back mm-hmm. in those days because you can instantly contact people, even if – you don't have a campaign about your stuff. You just let people know on your Facebook page and stuff. That's still eons better than like 40 years ago. <laughs> it's like yes, still, then you, you have... can instantly just let yourself without like spending a ton of money on it either. Just like letting people know, just like the old shampoo commercial, they tell two friends and so on and so on. And it goes around no better than these days with social media without even spending a penny you just have to just put it out on twitter put it out on facebook put it out on you know yeah. that's that's my two cents i just wanted to interject and say that it's just we live in great times as far as communication is concerned hey, hey nick yeah. how many telephone poles did you uh staple your flyers to? <laughs> you, you know when i was not with my writing but when I was pounding the pavement in Hollywood trying to be an actor uh, and, uh, and stuff, and that's a whole other can of worms, but I literally actually did 
staple my my uh, platypus face onto onto many um, poles and, and yeah, I mean people did that. That was like the big thing, and I frequented Hollywood back then. So, but that was uh, yeah, you know, back in those days, just um, print out a ton of stuff and just post them everywhere. Literally post them on places. Yeah, and see that that that's the difference. Like it makes it a lot. Like that versus those times makes it a lot easier, you know, to maneuver and get your stuff out there, and and then word of mouth will take over and everything. So, and and that's how social media was like in the very beginning, and up until like recently, you know, with the you know emergence of like the 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 great meta platform that it is now. Yeah. You know. Leading into that is where we kind of saw the change in how you promote on social media. Like, I promote from, like, my business page. And every time I promote, I always pay some money to boost my post. So I'm just like, yeah, so I pay 10 bucks. They boost my posts for like 30 days, and then the algorithm takes over, and it just kind of fades back out again. So I guess that's like the only downside, but it's like yeah. I said, use it for whatever you can right now with the free stuff, and that, you know, you can still build your audience from that. You don't have to fall into that trap to give them money and have them convince you, hey, if you want to broaden your reach, then, reach hey. Reach more people. Reach more people. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I'm, I'm posting yeah. about why do gorillas have big fingers? Because they have big <laughs> nostrils. You know, why would I want to boost that post? <laughs> because, because people are like it? I mean, come on. Yeah, every time you post something, you're like, boost your post. It's like, what? Uh, to make a joke? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah, lost I, their I, concentration I, because that was so damn funny. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, I, I thought it was funny when I put and Yeah, it, but the, I, I get exactly what you're saying. It's like anytime you make a post, boost your post, reach more people. It's like why? Why would I want to do that? Yeah, for, 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 for only pennies a day. Yeah, <laughs> they make it sound so cheap. It's kind of like for a cup of coffee a day, the price that you spend for a cup of coffee a day, you can boost your post right now. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, with our coffee prices, people? that makes a, like today's coffee prices. That makes a lot of sense. Because <laughs> it's like. <laughs> They start at ten dollars. <laughs> I know people are like, I, I'm I'm going to Starbucks. You want to see? I'm like, no, I can't afford it. <laughs> For a cup of coffee, man, you can get the same thing, and you can get a creamer and put some whipped cream on. It. Boom! I got my coffee. <laughs> you know, <laughs> people. Are, I I knew this guy. I worked with this guy. He always had a Starbucks like uh, cup. Uh, of mm-hmm. coffee, and I was like, dude, you're like spending so much money on 
just a cup of coffee. And then <laughs> I never told him this. I was driving to work one day. He had a very extinctive truck because he had this Omega, like, uh, smoke shop, flat, big uh-huh. thing on the back window of his car. <laughs> I seen him at the Seven Eleven. <laughs> I was like, "Dylan, you're buying your comedy at the Seven Eleven and pouring it in your Starbucks." <laughs> and I, I <laughs> yeah, and what he was doing, and I never called him out on that. I was like, "Dude, you're making people think you're drinking Starbucks every day. That Seven Eleven cost over a dollar." Oh, I would have called his ass out. Because I'm just like, there ain't nothing wrong with 7-Eleven. I love 7-Eleven. What, what, what's wrong with 7-Eleven slush puppies? What, what's wrong with that? Oh, Dude, man. I, I love the chick- I love 7-Eleven chicken wings. Have you guys had those yet? I was like, oh, oh yeah. man. I'm going to get, oh, man, I was like, I'm going to get really sick after eating these, but they got the buffalo wings, and I want to try a 7 I'm totally hooked on them, man. They're, they're like, they're better than Domino's. It's like, they got good well, pizza and they got um that's where I discovered um uh what was it? Stuffed Doritos. Yes, I was gonna say stuffed Doritos. They had I didn't get to try them and they took them away here in California. I guess they were too fatty. You know what was funny? I never was got because, to try it. Well, you know, before like, 'cause you, you, you lived here, so you know we didn't like, I grew up between here and D.C., so I had the privilege of 7-Eleven whenever I wasn't okay. here because we didn't, we didn't really have 7-Elevens here. Yeah, there's no but 7-Elevens in South Carolina. Well, there is now Why? because within the last what? three they years. What? They came back? In the last three years, they've been popping up, but there was one gas station on Piney Grove that wasn't an official 7-Eleven before the 7-Eleven start popping up here, but they would sell 7-Eleven products, and they were, like, right down the street from where I was living at the time. And that's where I discovered the stuffed Doritos. And they were, like, fried Dorito shells stuffed with nacho stuff. Oh, my gosh, yes. I wanted to try it, but the ones that are at the 7-Eleven down the street, they look kind of brown. I was like, no. And and now they don't sell them anymore. And I was thinking that was the Dorito that got away. (laughs) Well, go to Walmart. Call Walmart. They started selling the frozen versions of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I went to Walmart because they stopped selling them at that gas station like about a year after I discovered them. And then like after that, the 7-Eleven started popping up again everywhere down here and they didn't have them either. But I went into a Walmart one night and they had them in the freezer section in a box. And so I was just like, holy shit, so th- these can't be the same. So I got a box and took them home and you pop them in the oven, blah, 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 and then, you know, they were pretty much just as good as the ones you get from the store, They're from the gas station. So, oh, yeah, so I, love ga- I love gas stations. I know in South Carolina when I was there, the number one, like, convenience store was the pantry. Yep, <laughs> and the Flying J. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Flying J. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
so now, many now going words. back to um, so, you know, now going back to to you know Starbucks and everything else. Uh, you know, personally, I think the stuff tastes like mud. I, I stick with Dunkin' Donuts or uh, or Wawa, but um, every oh, once in a while, if, you know, every once in a while, if I do have to meet somebody at Starbucks, uh, I take advantage of, of the fact they want to do name calling, and you know, at least down here in South Florida, they're always in such they're in such a hurry to get to get the product out there that they don't they don't always pay attention. So. I found the right. perfect name. Found the perfect name for it, and it's uh, Ascioli, Italian. Yeah. A S H O L E. Oh, you're an asshole. Yes. And it is so. Just wait, wait, wait until about one o'clock in the afternoon when it's a full house, and then you get to hear, "Hey, asshole, your coffee's ready." <laughs> asshole, we're uh, looking now, for an asshole. Hello, now, now I want to go pay ten dollars for a cup of coffee. Thank you, William. Now I'm, I'm going to pay ten dollars for some coffee grinds. <laughs> right, exactly. Call me, call me an asshole, and I'm going to say thank you. <laughs> yep. Oh. Or, oh, wait. Yeah, we're going to We are about yeah. to be cut off, and I'm sure that William and I'm sure that Tom's going to agree. You guys want them back, don't you? Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Do I have seconds. <laughs> no, have a taste in there. <laughs> I thought what 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 did I tell you guys this whole time? You're gonna love them. You're gonna love. I'm telling yep. you, you're gonna love them. So we're about to so, yeah. 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 See how fast it goes. Everybody's oh, like, oh my gosh, I gotta I gotta talk for an hour seriously, and then everybody's always like, what? It's, it's, yeah, we're about to be cut off. We're in the after party. We're not even live anymore. Wow. Yeah, we're still being recorded. We're still being recorded. So tomorrow, everybody will get to hear this. But everybody that was tuning in live right now, they don't know what we're talking about. But tomorrow morning, They're they will. They're shit out of luck right now. Oh, man. <laughs> you got to figure out how yeah, to do it. They're lost. I tell you what, Corey. If if you say yes, if we did not chase you off of this show, if you say uh-huh. yes to do another show in January, oh man, that's right, it's December. I don't have a January in my calendar. I gotta get a calendar, Nick. Nick, shopping list calendar. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's just like January ninth. There you go, January ninth. He's coming back. Done. Yeah, there we go. That works. Put, put, put on your calendar. Corey, are, are you committed to January the ninth? And we'll I'll, yes. I'll make the show. I'll make the show for an hour and a half. Yes, do that. Let's do it. Let's ah, do it. Do see, it. I told you you're gonna like oh. the show. Hey, and January ninth yeah. is a Sunday, everybody. Look at that. Yes. Oh I man, you're a lifesaver. Oh, <laughs> see, Jason. Jason's ahead of time. I, 
fact, I was at Walmart and I was watching this lady buying calendars in November, and I was like, well, "Why are you even looking at calendars? Why are you going to buy the 2022 calendar? It's still 21." Now I know. <laughs> because there's only three weeks left in the year, Francie. Come on. Well, that, that, that was in November. Oh, okay. oh, I, I never, I never. Chicken at Seven Eleven, right? I, I live well, for the moment. It's five two, get one free. <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't oh, plan ahead. I live for the moment. That's why I said, hey, Corey, how spontaneous are you? <laughs> you live for the oh, moment. Yeah. You know, you don't plan ahead. Too much planning is too much, like, you know. So, no, I, I didn't. I didn't I, and honestly, I thought that this calendar had a, because usually if you get the calendar, they give you at least January to get, you know, to prepare well, yourself. No, you got to remember, times are changing, and, you know, people are getting cheap. Oh, yeah. cheap. Like Starbucks, man. The guy who's getting the 7-Eleven coffee and putting it in a Starbucks cup. Hey, that's genius right there. <laughs> but he has his yeah. January calendar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, so Corey, you're committed to January the ninth. Yes, I am committed. All right, so I'm going to ink you in on top of my December word. No, maybe below because there's more room. Corey, mm-hmm. you're you're inked in January ninth, yes. and we'll schedule it for an hour and a half, and then we'll get uh, we'll we'll get uh, about a two hour show out of that. Yes, or um, how do you can, um, how do you do how do you record your show? Like you do it through Blockbuster. We're right? live. We're live. Okay. We we don't All record. Right. We record okay. as we're talking right now. Yeah. Okay. So so it's cut up because I, I got people texting me now. The the show was great until I got cut off. So, See that's I guess because we were we weren't live anymore. Yeah, yeah when we yeah because yeah, uh, so, we were only live for an hour, and then they cut off. But text them and say uh, probably within the next hour it'll actually be the show will still be going on. It'll yeah, it'll be in the archives, Francie. Yeah, it'll yeah, be in the archives. Off at nine, and then yeah. after parties after nine, and then mm-hmm. after the show's over, it goes into the archives, and they can hear the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, it'll be. They can they can listen to the uh, whole show if they click on uh-huh. that link that you've already posted. So they'll get yeah, to hear everything. So what we're doing is. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Okay, just tell them to wait ten minutes until. After we finish and we say goodbye to everybody, and usually yeah. about ten minutes after that is when an archive picks up. Yeah, okay, and they can so, they can listen to everything that's going on right now. So everything that's going on right now, everything it's that's being it, recorded. It's, it's being recorded. It's in the after party. It's in the after yeah. party. So after the show's over, everything 
Oh, it's like 20 minutes into it. Uh, everything that nobody's heard in the last 20 minutes, they'll they'll hear the entire show. It's just it was only live for an hour, and then right. uh, after that it goes into the thing. The, the yeah. Stuff. So right, right now this, this is like uh, spaceballs that we fast forwarded to here. Okay. That's so right. basically, we could still keep going now if we wanted to. Yeah, but they're they they are. Like they, Yeah, we are going yeah, on right now. Um, but they will cut us off at a certain point, and I don't want anybody to like say something, and then then the show will completely cut off. So mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to leave in mid sentence. And hey, Francy. Uh, yes, before here. we get cut off and stuff, um, uh, I, I want to send uh, my uh, original "Looks Like a Rat to Me" comic by Shot in the Dark Comics to to Corey and stuff and and hook up with stuff like that. I have a lot of half-finished comics from people that okay. have done comics for me, but they're half-finished. That maybe right. we could get. Together on the since you know yeah yeah, uh, yeah um, Corey, Corey send me your okay. um, address and uh, Nick can mail you some stuff yeah I will I, I'll definitely definitely do that I'll definitely do that we could do a right. back and forth thing we could be yeah, great sure. comic buddies yeah <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> and then then we'll be in our nineties. In the future, we can be on a porch, like, with our rocking chairs going, yeah, remember Francine Friends, where we hooked up with that? You got that. Well, I think, I think Corey and I were already on our porch swings tonight when we were like, remember yeah. that time? Yeah. Hey, Corey, I'm going this is, to, this is, here's some blooper questions that we've had over the, um, I'm going to play this out before we get cut off. you got to hear my blooper questions. Stuff okay. that I totally screwed up on the show. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Let me, I, I got to ask you this because I, I told Nick, I was like, I'm going to do this. Okay. Uh, do you know why you're here? Do you? Do I know why I'm here on this radio show? Um, well, I do know what I'm doing several of these kind of things. I'm out promoting my new album, uh, Untamed the Songs. But if you have another notion as to why I'm on the show, I'd like to hear that. I'm chopping screwed, and I'm loving it. Okay. um, Okay, uh, I am totally losing my place. Okay. Well, that timing was great. Who did that? That's why you're all in the family. (laughs) For me. (laughs) I think so. Was that? I wonder if Nick was in the phone. Five link. <laughs> I think that was I Nick. I don't. Now, now they blamed it on you, John Link, with the toilet. What's up with that? No, no, no. I'm not at the toilet. I'm, I'm sitting in a chair. <laughs> uh, we got David Madison here, which uh, you remember last time. Yep. I remember David. David and I have shared history from Fright Night with Stephen Jeffries. Yes. How are you doing, Greg? I'm sorry. I was trying to light a cigarette, and I I missed Q, didn't I? Oh, dear God. And and I I learned a new word this week. What is it? Queef? 
tweet. Yeah, well, you talk. Oh, no. He says, what South Park knows. And if it talks about, like, a woman's vagina, you you scratch it. She did a tweet. She that show, like, about four times on on demand. Okay, well, we're not going to get it. i got to play it again now that we're talking about it. Did you guys see that episode? Where the women were queefing? I never knew that even existed. She's fascinated with that. I want to queef now. Okay. Do it. I can't. I don't know how to queef. But apparently the women on South Park can queef on cue. Never said a man for a woman's job. <laughs> yeah, not, now, now tell us about the book. All right. Um, it has nothing to do with queefing. Oh, but... it's nothing to do with queefing? <laughs> so there's no scratching. Oh. Aww. It is called less queefing. What? Blood queefing. <laughs> you know, you know what, yeah. SD? You got a new foot. <laughs> queefing in the field, <laughs> or or the uh, the 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 children queefing. The children of the queefing. <laughs> children of the queefing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I guess Francie had to actually go queef. Did anybody just hear my chair squeak? <laughs> No, no I, thought that was, I thought that was a fart. You know what? <laughs> no, that was, that was my funny. chair. I, I got to ask you one. I got to ask you one ball busted question. Do you guys ever fart in the ring? Let 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 a little red biscuit come out or anything? Um, I farted a couple times. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Is that what you're talking about? Fart? I didn't hear you. <laughs> you know, listen, I got to tell you a story. I got to tell you a funny one. I fought at, uh, there was one event that I fought at. It was actually a pretty big event. It was at the Foxwood Casino. I don't know if you, I know, I'm sure everyone's heard of yeah. Foxwood Casino in Connecticut. And um, I fought there. Originally. Yeah, and um, I had a stomach virus that weekend. So, uh-huh. dude, I mean, I'm like running back and forth to the bathroom, back and forth to the bathroom. Back and, I'm, I'm literally, and the thing about it is, in Connecticut, their their commission is strict, so I mean they took my urine. You know, every time I went to the bathroom, they had two commissioners with me outside of the toilet, making sure I'm not using any drugs or doing anything wrong. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm shitting my ass off, farting away in the bathroom with two commissioners outside listening to everything. You know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, I hope this goes away because I could just think of me being outside fighting. I get punched or kicked in the stomach and I shit all over myself. I mean, that would, I, you know, that would be it for me. I would retire. I would probably disappear from the face of the planet. Something like that would happen. Yep. <laughs> but, Corey, that last one was MMA fighter Fernando Rivera confessing to us that he had to take the He had to Oh man, you should have heard it you should have heard it one time where uh he, he was masturbating. He actually served prison time, and uh, he masturbated in the shower. <laughs> the female part found him laying on the floor. What? <laughs> yes. That, that, that last the one was MMA fighter Fernando Rivera, and I thought that was a great question that 
That was one of my first co-hosts, Chef Matty from Hell's Kitchen Season 4. He's like, do any of you guys ever fart in the ring? And I thought, I thought that was brilliant, dude. I was like, I would have never thought to ask any main fighter Fernando Rivera that question. Oh, man. That's that's the kind of fun we have on the show. How am I doing? (laughs) Yeah, we... Yeah, I I was totally surprised that he totally went into it in so much discussion about parties. And you you can tell how excited he was. He's like, dude, let me tell you something. Let me tell you a story. That's hilarious. That's something you don't think about. I mean, these live MMA fights and everything, and you don't think that. I think about that all the time. <laughs> oh, never thought of that. All right, Corey, December the 9th. December 9th, I am back. I will be here. All right, I think I think I think my I think my little guys love you. <laughs> They're like, yeah. Yes. All right, all right. So we we got them. We got them. I think. Wait, is that is that William or Tom still here? I'm still here. Okay, there's Tom. <laughs> All right, December the ninth. Oh, and yeah, by the way, uh, today was Eddie Lingle's birthday. So happy birthday, Eddie! Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Eddie! All right. Happy All right. Good night. I don't want to be cut off. Tell everybody that everything that we talked about after the show that when they got cut off. They can hear everything. All right. That that cool. sounds good. good night, I, already, I already kind of laid that out. So, yeah, right. definitely. January 9th. All right. Sounds great. I already I got you penciled in right under December. So, you're... All you're right. January. Right. January. Yes. January. January. <laughs> See, I listen... Uh, you do. I'm so proud of you. Oh, All right. Good yeah. night. All right. Good night. And I will good night. see you or talk to you again in January. All right. Don't get too hungover tomorrow. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll try. Okay. All right. Good night. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.